John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast, Episode 20, Pushing Back COVID-Related Stress, Part 1. Do you ever feel like a COVID zombie? Do you ever think you've been infected by the pandemic parasite? Well, are you over it? I know I am. And I'm talking about all the bad news around COVID. I'm done and I know I'm not alone. The politics around the pandemic, the restrictions, the mixed messaging, the economic craziness that's happening are all reasons people are pretty torn up, which mixed together has really made for a hot mess as far as people's mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. We've gone from fear and anxiety to almost a listless, zombie-like depression. And the research agrees with this. Today, we're going to dig into the weeds a little bit and look at the actual numbers so that you can get out of your mental sweats and jump back into life. I really believe we're on the verge of, of some great things. And in this shortcast, I'll give you some tools that you can use to begin to push back that stress and live the life that you really want to live. Once again, thanks for joining me. Let's jump right in today. Well, as we begin today, I wanted to run some numbers by you just so you can have an awareness of how bad the past 20 months have been. And we're not going to stay there and get all dismal and depressed and sad, but we really want to see the numbers just from a standpoint of knowing where we are and what we need to do. There have been a couple of revealing surveys over the past three years. And if you'd like to take a look at the references, they're in the blog, johntherman.net forward slash blog. In the KFF tracking poll, in 2019, they found that 1 in 10 Americans reported feeling symptoms equivalent to an anxiety or depressive disorder. In 2020, those numbers went up to 4 in 10 Americans reporting diagnosable symptoms of anxiety and depression. And then most recently this summer, the U.S. Census Bureau did a short survey that ran from May 26, 2021 to June 7, 2021. And that survey revealed that three in 10 Americans reporting symptoms similar to anxiety and depressive disorders. So it's been bad. People are kind of messed up. And I think several reasons for this are number one, the restrictions of the pandemic. Number two, quarantine and not really being able to get out and interact with other people. You know, we are wired to be social people. Slowly, we're getting back into the groove of things. Some other things that have caused people to feel depressed and anxious are the lack of clear messaging from the governmental agencies, the economic issues we're struggling with as far as being able to get goods around the world, just a whole bunch of hot mess. The good news is you don't have to stay there. The good news is you can move forward. The good news is there are some things you can begin doing today to improve your situation. Before we do that, though, I want to just review a couple of things about stress. When you hear the word stress, what are some things you think of? Most of us immediately think stress is a feeling of being overwhelmed, unable to cope with mental, emotional, or spiritual pressure, feeling out of control, <laughs> kind of like a lot of us have felt off and on the past 20 plus months. Well, did you know that there are two types of stress? There's eustress, and that's spelled E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, and that's the good type of stress. That's that stress that pushes us to move forward, to get that next promotion, to accomplish that next mission, to do the next thing. Uh, it's a thing that is, it's a type of stress that motivates us to make positive, enduring changes in our life. 
Then there's the other type of stress, and that's distress. Distress is that negative stress response. It often involves looking sad, feeling sad, feeling jumpy, feeling pressured, feeling overwhelmed. And that can be feeling overwhelmed from situations, from losses, from real and perceived threats. And that's the most destructive type of stress. So in other words, distress is all about that negative stress response, often involving feeling torn up, anxious, even sad, and it results from being overwhelmed by demands as well as real and perceived threats. And Lord knows we've had a boatload of those the past two years. Well, before I move forward with a couple of practical things you begin doing today to help lower your stress, but before I do that, I'd just like to review with you two mindsets you can have. The first mindset is an open mindset, and it says, I'm open to possibilities. What I see is not all there is. While it may be tough now, it doesn't mean it'll be tough forever. An open mindset means that I see the world as it is, and I believe there's more good things to come. It's that core belief that I have all that I need to do what I need to do, both in me, around me, and from above. That means with God's help and the help of others, I can pretty much do anything I set my mind to. It means that my future is not set in stone. My future is something that's very malleable and adaptable and open, and it's all up to how I choose to deal with it. On the other hand, there's the closed mindset. And the closed mindset pretty much is a place that leads you to impotent living. It basically means that this is it. I have no control. I'm a victim of my circumstances. I'm a victim of what's happened to me. There's no power. There's no hope. I might as well just suck it up and tough it out. Folks, if you struggle with that closed mindset, let me encourage you to move away from that. As a person of faith, I really believe that one of the key things to having an open mindset is an active, vibrant relationship with God. I just want to challenge you there. Are you open-minded or closed-minded? Do you have an open mindset or a closed mindset? And if you'd like to learn more about this, I would highly recommend Dr. Carol Dweck's book, The New Psychology of Success. It's an excellent read. It talks about the mindset principle. And you know, the scripture talks about this in several places. We don't have time to go into that today, but in future episodes, I'll talk about kind of that faith-oriented mindset that's filled with hope and promise. Over the past 36 plus years, I've had the privilege of working with scores of people who struggle with depression, anxiety, and stress. And I want to share today two things that you can do to lower those. I mean, beginning right now, it doesn't cost you anything. The first one is to be mindful. And we don't want to let people take that idea around from us. The idea of mindfulness is meditation, is being in the moment, is being physically present, mentally present, spiritually present, right where I am today. Some people call it mindfulness. Other people call it prayerfulness. It's that whole idea of being centered on where you are right now, and not just where you are, but where God is in your life. So that first principle is to be mindful, to be reflective, to be in a state where you can be still for a few minutes. After all, the scripture says, be still and know that I am God. The second thing that I've shared with people over the years that helps them really reduce their stress and anxiety and depression is to really learn to focus on scripture. I learned a long time ago from an organization called The Navigators that there are five different ways you look at scripture. First of all, you hear it. Secondly, you read it. Thirdly, you study it. 
Fourth, you memorize it. And fifth, you meditate on it. And the idea of meditation is like a cow chewing the cud. And there's been a lot of emphasis today on meditation. I just want to share with you a quick way to do that is just to begin breathing. Some of you know how to do yoga breathing or Lamaze breathing or even range breathing. But simply that means that you're breathing in through your nostrils on up to a four count. You're holding for a four count and then you're exhaling through your mouth at a four to six count. What I want to encourage you to do is do that breathing because there's some great things happen. As you do that breathing, your brain releases cortisol. As you do that breathing, your brain releases oxytocin in your bloodstream, and that helps you relax. But the second thing you do is incorporate the scriptures into that prayerfulness. It's amazing what happens. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm glad you asked. I have two scriptures I want to share with you today, and I won't go through the whole exercise, but I'll give you kind of an idea of what you can do. So with this combination of breathing and reading through the scriptures in a very slow, deliberate way, you will A, lower your stress, B, you'll hide God's word in your heart, which is not a bad thing, and C, you'll begin to feel better. Let's jump in. First of all, from a technique perspective, you just want to be comfortable and relaxed and you do it like this. You breathe in through your nose, two, three, four. You hold it, one, two, three, four. And you exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. Got it? That's the mechanics of it. The next thing you do is you take a scripture and break it down in two and three word increments. And today I'm going to use a selection from the Amplified Bible. John 14, 27. Let me just read it through you really quick, then I'll give you an example of how you can breathe through it. Peace I leave with you. My perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. So if you're breathing through that verse, it might go something like this. And you do this in your mind. You don't say the verse out loud. As you breathe in, you go, peace I leave with you. Peace I leave with you. Peace I leave with you. Do it through that whole breathing cycle. And then the second one might be, my perfect peace I give to you. My perfect peace I give to you. Third part, not as the world gives. Not as the world gives. Not as the world gives. Do I give to you? Do I give to you? Do I give to you? Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let your heart be troubled. Nor let it be afraid. Nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace, let my perfect peace, calm you in every circumstance. Calm you in every circumstance. And give you courage and strength. And give you courage and strength. For every challenge. For every challenge. You can do that with any Bible verse. This is just one verse, John 14, 27. But you also might try something like the Lord's Prayer. These tools of being mindful, being prayerful, and using Scripture to calm your mind down. And using Scripture to calm your mind. And using the Word of God to calm yourself down can be tremendous tools in helping you mitigate the feelings of stress and anxiety and depression may be having. 
Hey, I'm John Thurman. If you're struggling with some stress issues, I got a free handout for you. All you need to do is text the word stress to 33777. Once again, text the word stress to 33777. Also, I've got an upcoming workshop called uh, COVID Stress Busting Tactics. That'll be November the 10th. And if you want more information, go to my website and click the link. It'll be from 9 to 9.30 in the morning, Mountain Time. It's absolutely free. I want to encourage you to join us there. Well, you've been listening to my podcast, John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you want more information about me, be sure you check out my website at johntherman.info. God bless. Have an outstanding day. And remember, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I'll make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. Take care. God bless. See you next week.